0: Hey, this is Pastor Randy coming at you with Energize Podcast, and thank you for listening to this installment. We're talking about encouragement, and uh, you know the Bible teaches us to be willing and obedient. And I'm that's been always been a very interesting uh, passage, interesting scripture found in Isaiah one nineteen. If you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land, and so. One of the things that I've always purposed in my heart to do and that I encourage others to do as believers is to check and make sure that you're both willing but also that you are obedient. Have you ever heard people, they say, well, I'll never do that or I'll never do this. And You know, um, I, uh, I would say that's, that's not being willing. I'll never go overseas. I'll never be a youth pastor. I'll never work with children. I've heard uh, what I the, the, what I call absolute statements from people, and uh, you know one of the things that I think God is showing us here is He wants us to have a willing heart. You know now what does it mean to have a willing heart? Well, I, I think it means that. I think it means that God wants us to be pliable before Him. He wants us to be willing to go. Oh, shall I say it into all the world? and preach the gospel. He wants us to be willing to do maybe the things that, I don't know, maybe you don't want to do. Uh, The very thing that you say that you're not willing to do could be, not always, but could be the very thing that God is asking of you to do. And uh, in that particular, in that particular case, uh, what do you do with that? (laughs) It's, it's not easy. When, when, and so I, I have I have a piece of I have a piece of advice for all of us, not just for you, but for me as well. And that piece of advice is uh, that when I pray, and I, I learned this from uh, Lester Summerall He's a, a minister that I greatly respected. He's gone on to be with the Lord, you know. But uh, he uh, he always encouraged people to pray, and he said. In Luke 18:1, where it says that men ought always to pray and not to faint, he would pray this prayer, and I want to share it with you. He would pray that God uh, move him to be on the cutting edge of what God is doing in the earth today. That's how he would pray, and I, so I began to do that. I began to pray that way many, many years ago, uh, that I'd be on the cutting edge of what God's doing, and it's brought me. Uh, that prayer has brought me around the world it's brought me to different countries different places um, and and, um, and it's you know what it's been freeing because I don't process in terms of like a, a particular activity I process in terms of well Lord what do you have for me and it's a it's really a different way uh, and I believe it's a scriptural way uh, to follow God and to follow God fully and completely I, I met I met a family in Estonia many years ago and they, they felt a call uh, to missions. Uh, but they, and, and they wanted to, they wanted to go into all the world and, uh, they marveled at Lori and I, my wife and I, we have five kids and we brought our kids with us to Estonia many years ago back in 1999. And, uh, you know, they marveled that we would that we would do such a thing. And they said, you know, we, we've got our kids and we don't know, we, we wouldn't know how to educate them. And um, uh, although this sound this may sound hard, but I, I don't want it to sound hard. But uh, the, the fact of the matter is they, they used an excuse of their children, you know, to keep them from doing what they believe that God was calling them to do. You know, and would not God make a way uh, when there seems to be no way? Isn't that what the Bible teaches us? Uh, that God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Hallelujah! Uh, I, I believe that. I believe it simply because the Bible says it. You know. And so when we're talking about being willing, it's a, um, it's uh, there. There's a true depth to this um, this particular aspect in this scripture uh, of Isaiah 1:19, because see, after you're willing, then. It says and obedient. So okay, you put yourself in a position where you're willing, and then you sense uh, a leading of the Lord uh, to do something, to be somewhere, to to connect with someone, and and uh, that level of obedience. What comes to mind is the is the the church that the Holy Spirit has led you to, and has led you to um, serve faithfully in. And uh, th- there's a real area of obedience that comes with that because you know when you work alongside a ministry you discover you know really good things about the ministry and then you discover things that um, are weaknesses possibly that are things that irritate you that that get on your nerves about that ministry and there's there's where the obedience kicks in you know where you have to I say have to I I I use the word "have to" because that's how I think in terms of myself. When, when it says that when the Bible says to be obedient, I have to. I have to be obedient to what God's put in my heart to do, what God's called me to do. And uh, this isn't um, this isn't a judgment against other people in any way. Um, it's a. It's really. It's very personal, isn't it? You know, but the Bible is very personal. You know, and see, in the end, you're the one that answers to the Lord for your life and for what God has led you, what God has shown to you uh, to do. And I would say, (laughs) I say, using a sports metaphor, keep your eye on the ball. You know, I'm a golfer. You know, my dad would say, Keep your head down, boy. You know, um, what he meant is, look at that ball and do not move your head when you're swinging the golf club. Because if you rock back and forth, you you hook and you slice. And I know this isn't a golf lesson, but uh, it's a good metaphor for keep your eye on the ball. Keep your eye on the ball. Keep your eye on the word and make sure that you're doing it. Make sure that you're fulfilling what God's put in your heart to do. Um, Because because that's where the fruit is. Because it says after that, you shall eat the good of the land. What in the world does that mean? I, I believe that, that that means that you will be the most fulfilled in your life as you serve God, as you continue in him. Uh, another scripture that comes to mind about being willing and obedient in John fifteen ten. it says, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. Wow, if, uh, that that's a... Uh, that, that, that's a word that says that, you know, it's conditional, that if you do it, then this will happen. Uh, if you keep, I'll read it again. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, and you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. You know, God wants us to abide, remain, continue, and be in His love. We are love children of a love God, I always like to say. And see, that's what God has for us. That's what God wants for us. You know, John, uh, 1 John 2, verses 3 through 6, it says, Now by this we know that we uh, we know him if we keep his commandments. There's that word, if, that conditional word, if, uh, there again. He who says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments, is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word truly is. Uh, The love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. Uh, Again, very powerful scripture. You know, do we keep his commandments? I'm pausing because I want you to reflect on the many commandments that there are in scripture. You know, Jesus teaching through the parables uh, in the New Testament are incredible and uh looking at what the bible teaches us to do it's counter what the world does it's counterproductive Man, when i say when i say counterproductive productive it appears counterproductive in the world's eye when the bible says that we should lend uh to the poor not expecting to be repaid um that's powerful that's a powerful scripture um it's something to really think about as you go through and you think about God's word. 1 John 2, 6, he who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. We should walk as Jesus walked. The, the Bible teaches that we'll do greater works than Jesus, which, how is that possible? It's only possible because the Bible says. I, I, uh, I, find, it, I find it incredible, you know? But in terms of this installment on encouragement, I just want to encourage you, be willing and obedient, you know, keep his commandments, abide in his love, you know, and watch and see what God begins to do through you and in you, in your life. Uh, I believe that, I believe that you will, you will reap, uh, but you know what, I don't, I don't know that we do it because we want to reap, but I I think that God teaches that he wants us to have uh, a good life here on this earth uh, before we enjoy our good life in heaven you know, and uh, these, are, these are things that happen naturally when we abide, when we are willing, when we're obedient, when we keep his commandments, we cause things to happen in our lives that are good. So, hey, God bless you. And uh, I look forward to the next installment uh, as we continue with Energized podcast. Thank you so much for listening.